0: Canada. It's Tony here in Saskatchewan. Today's date is September 17th, 2021, and this is another Canadian common sense rant. Well, we are winding down election 44. We are now entering the final weekend of the campaign, and most Canadians will have the opportunity to get out and vote on Monday. Approximately 1 million Canadians took part in advanced polls, which is actually a fairly healthy number, and who knows how many mail-in ballots are around. Sounds like not as many as what were anticipated, which also is a good thing. And I hope that there's a relatively healthy turnout for the election, although I hear that if the the numbers are low, that favors Conservatives. I guess that means conservative voters are more dedicated or perhaps the more loyal supporters are the most dedicated voters. I don't know. I don't know what it means, but here's what I do know today, and this is what is under my skin. We have in Western Canada really little to no voice in the Canadian political scene as it is. And when you look at the seat distribution in Canada, understood that it is completely representation by population, regardless, Ontario and Quebec can outvote everybody. And for that matter, once you go west of say Sudbury, Ontario, the votes stop counting. and that gets frustrating, and I look and I see who who are our choices? For Prime Minister this time around? Well, on Monday, on September 20th, you could elect as your Prime Minister Justin Trudeau from Montreal, or you could elect Aaron O'Toole from Durham Region, which is in the GTA, Greater Toronto area, or you could elect Jagmeet Singh from Brampton in the GTA. Wait a minute, Tony, he's the MP for Burnaby South, well, yes, he did parachute into Burnaby South after he won the leadership because he was a member of Ontario's provincial parliament before that. And yes, while he did, did uh, at least lead us to believe he's bought a home in Burnaby, and I believe that he probably has, he s- has spent all of the pandemic thus far living in Brampton with his parents and his brother so that he could be, quote, closer to Ottawa. Or maybe he just doesn't want to live out West. Regardless, you've got two party leaders in the GTA, one party leader in Montreal. and Well, even though she has the slimmest chance in hell of even maintaining her party's very tiny toehold in Parliament, Annemie Paul from downtown Toronto could be another choice for Prime Minister. Which tells me that The Laurentian Triangle wins no matter who gets elected. And you can tell how much the rest of the country matters by exactly how much the leaders of the main parties have campaigned in the ROC, the rest of Canada. I believe Justin Trudeau briefly touched down in Saskatchewan. He landed in Regina had a quick few words to say, ran off to Cowessess First Nation for some photo ops and was gone again in the same day. Aaron O'Toole actually started his campaign in Western Canada. He has actually touched down here in my province of Saskatchewan twice. And both him and Mr. Trudeau were actually in Winnipeg the same day and have gave a very, very brief little... uh, bit of time to Manitoba. Both Mr. O'Toole and Mr. Trudeau spent a couple of days in Alberta, and then, of course, where the battleground is in BC, they definitely dedicated more time there. Jagmeet Singh has spent, well, maybe a little bit more, maybe two days, visiting places like Saskatchewan and Manitoba, spent a little bit of time in Alberta, but where are they all now with the campaign winding down and becoming much more important? Well, they're in Ontario and Quebec, and Meet Singh was, is in the Maritimes. And, well, all the, the th- three major leaders, and even Adam e. Paul, stepped out of her shell in Toronto to go to the Maritimes. So the Maritimes is obviously in play, and the Maritimes at least is getting some attention from the, these Laurentian Triangle folks. But it's difficult for those of us in Western Canada to think, how exactly are we fitting into this picture? How do we have any kind of representation whatsoever? It's pretty easy to see that the main parts of BC that any of these leaders care about is the Lower Mainland. Now, you know Lewis Uh, my illustrious co-host, lives in B.C., and he once sent me a map and showed me a little orange dot in the southwest corner of B.C., which is the lower mainland, and the rest of the province was all in dark blue for contrast. And he said, that little orange dot at the bottom makes all the decisions for everywhere else in blue, literally 99% of the surface area of B.C., But that little 1% area that encompasses the lower mainland, the city of Vancouver, predominantly, controls the rest of the province. That's really what it's like for Canada. This little area that I've referred to on many different shows as the Laurentian Triangle, which is basically if you drew a triangle connecting the dots from Toronto to Ottawa to Montreal back to Toronto... That's the power center of this country. Geographically, not a very big area. But four of the party leaders who have seats in in the House of Commons all live in that triangle. And honestly, I'm not including East Francois Blanchet because he can go to hell. He represents one province and one province only. He shouldn't even be in leaders' debates as far as I'm concerned. Now, before you think that I'm so naive to, as to believe that if we don't have a party leader who's from Western Canada, our interests don't get represented? No, I don't think that at all. I thought Andrew Scheer was a very likable guy, nice guy, who, who was actually from Ontario, but does happen to live in Regina now. And yes, he would have represented us very well as a prime minister, but he was a very weak candidate, in my opinion. I don't care if a party leader lives here necessarily, but without at least spending, having spent a considerable amount of time here in Western Canada, none of these leaders really could possibly understand how we think out here. And therein lies the biggest problem. For example, in the 2019 election, When Saskatchewan and Alberta went completely conservative, save one NDP seat in Edmonton, Justin Trudeau even said, Alberta, Saskatchewan, I hear you and we will reach out to understand your concerns. (laughs) His way of reaching out was to say, we are going to destroy the energy industry, the agriculture industry, resource extraction industries, and we don't even care about your carbon capture, capture products, Saskatchewan, whether you're world leaders or not. That's probably not the best way to reach out, Justin. Trying to destroy our very livelihoods, yeah, that's that's actually not how you reach out. And I think that it's, it's a shame that the Laurentian Triangle cares about the Laurentian Triangle. And then... I just think that they think that Canada is that Laurentian Triangle. As a matter of fact, when I was in Toronto once, I remember hearing a radio host on the radio station 1010, a talk radio station, said, well, let's face it, Toronto is Canada. And I think that they believe that. And that's the real problem here. So, honestly... To everybody in Western Canada, I want you to vote. I want all of you to get out and vote and have your say in this election. But I also want you to vote with your eyes wide open and understand that it doesn't matter how you vote. And you've already seen that Erin O'Toole has completely ran that party to the left of center to try to appeal to the quote-unquote blue liberals in Toronto and Montreal and Southern Ontario. He doesn't care about you. If the Conservatives happen to lose a half dozen seats in Western Canada, Aaron O'Toole doesn't give a crap. Justin Trudeau knows he's not going to win any, if very many, if any seats in the Prairies. So he doesn't give a crap. Jagmeet Singh knows his chances are slim out here. So he doesn't give a crap. So nobody talks about issues that are important to Western Canadians. Aaron O'Toole's flip-flop on the the firearms legislation is quite a telling example of that. So don't be afraid, Western Canada, to vote for who you want to vote for. Yes, we talked about strategic voting uh, on our last couple of shows, and it becomes a factor in the cities, in the rural areas not so much, So, whether you look to vote for the People's Party of Canada, Maxime Bernier has spent a lot of time in Western Canada, um, especially leading protests against mandatory vaccinations and lockdowns, etc. Or if you choose to vote for the Maverick Party, I honestly haven't heard Jay Hill's voice all this entire campaign, but that doesn't mean that they are not worth voting for. Or if you choose to vote for the Conservatives or the Liberals or the NDP, do it. Just get out and vote. But least understand this. When you vote, it doesn't matter. Because before the election even gets to Manitoba, we already know who the winner is going to be. And, well, I'll tell you more about who I think the winner is going to be later this weekend because I do have one final prediction, but just understand that there's a really good reason that the leaders pay only token attention to Western Canada and pay much more attention to the lower mainland of British Columbia and Ontario and Quebec, and in this case, the Maritimes. That's because none of them need... Western Canadian votes none of them care about Western Canadian voices so I'll leave it at that Canada I do want you to pay attention to my last prediction which will come on the eve of our next election I can well, what I will tease for you is that you're going to hear that Western Canada doesn't matter which is what I've been saying now. And you're going to hear my prediction on how Western Canada will respond to this election on Monday, because it's not going to be pretty. All right, thanks for joining me, Canada. We will talk to you soon. Tony.